This morning, I know you woke up wondering, how do I build a lampstand? Well, you know what? Here in between the lines, we're going to answer that for you. (laughs) This is called a reach. (laughs) (laughs) We always have a hook, you know, to start each podcast. Dude, this is, um, yeah. This one is just, it's a, it's a lot more, you know, we were in a lot of details yesterday. It's, it's more details today, but here's what, here's what I would do. I would encourage you as we read through Exodus 37, just try to allow scripture to engage your ma- imagination a little bit. Try to, try to picture um, some of these items, because again, these are real items. These have been items that Jesus later on saw in the temple. And so um, this is, this is good stuff. It, it is a, just like my, <laughs> Just like my opener, it is a bit of a reach and imagination to try to imagine this stuff, but it is helpful. But yeah, these are, like you said, these are sacred items. So yeah. the first five verses here talk about the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Which was, yeah. Which Let's was, jump in. Before yeah. we jump in, we have to say this. You're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Junior. And I'm Jordan. You want it? We're two pastors who do enough preaching. <laughs> we just want to We're talk. We're to read some scripture. All right. Uh, here, verse, I'll start. Did I, did you start last time? Uh, no, go ahead. Do one okay. through five, because I think there's there's cool pauses in here. So the one through five yeah. is the Ark of the Covenant. So right. you do that and think about the Ark of the Covenant. Yes. Next, Bezalel made the Ark of Acacia wood, a sacred chest, 45 inches long, 27 inches wide, 27 inches high. He overlaid it inside and outside with pure gold, and he ran a molding of gold around it. He cast four gold rings and attached them to its four feet, two rings on each side. He then made poles from acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. He inserted the poles into the rings at the sides of the ark to carry it. Then he made the ark's cover, the place of atonement from pure gold. It was 45 inches long, 27 inches wide. He made two cherubim. What are cherubim, Jordan? Those are the crazy looking angels. Yeah. Two cherubim. Would have been scary angels. Sometimes, you know, we see pictures of angels like people make, and they're always like so sweet. And I was like, I think if we saw God's <laughs> angels, we'd be terrified. They're terrible. Because, yeah, they're just like, they got eyes on their wings. Dude, yeah. They're freaky. Yeah, they're not so cute always. Yeah. He made two cherubim from hammered gold and placed them on the two ends of the atonement cover. He, he molded the cherubim on each end of the atonement cover, making it all of one piece of gold. The cherubim faced each other and looked down on the atonement cover with their wings spread above it. They protected it. And then, now this is the table. Right. This is some of the furniture now in the holy place. Yes. That was the ark, and then that that, the, ark. the mercy seat, which goes over the mercy lid, it goes over the ark of the covenant. Hey, here's a test for you. What was placed inside the ark of the covenant? Uh, there was bones. No, wait, I don't know about that. There was the rod, the rod of uh, Aaron's, Aaron's rod, rod yeah. that, that, budded. that budded. Yeah, and well, manna, manna. Yeah, it'd be so cool if we could find that today. Manna? No, the. Oh. <laughs> 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 the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> I guess manna would be in there too. Uh, building the table. Then Bezalel made the table of acacia wood, 36 inches long, 18 inches wide, 27 inches high. He overlaid it with pure gold and ran a gold molding around the edge. He decorated it with a three-inch border all around, and he ran a gold molding along the border. Then he cast four gold rings for the table and attached them at the four corners next to the four legs. The rings were attached near the border to hold the poles that were used to carry the table. He made these poles from acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. Then he made special containers of pure gold for the table, bowls, ladles, jars, and pitchers to be used in pouring out liquid offerings. So even the containers were pure gold. God likes his gold. Right. And that's because it's excellent. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have asked, where do they get gold? They're out in the wilderness. 
If you remember, as they were leaving Egypt, the Egyptians yeah. gave them gold. Uh, verse 17, you want to take it from there? Then Bezalel made the lampstand of pure hammered gold. He made the entire lampstand and its decorations of one piece, the base, the center stem, lamp cups, buds, and petals. The lampstand had six branches going out from the center stem, three on each side, which, Junior, this would be like what we they would see almost like a Hanukkah yeah. lamp. Well, the Hanukkah, I think, has eight. The menorah has seven. Okay. Menorah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, each of the branches had three lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms, complete with buds and petals. The center stem of the lampstand was crafted with four lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms, complete with buds and petals. There was an almond bud beneath each pair of the branches where the six branches extended from the center stem, all made of one piece. The almond buds and branches were all of one piece with the center stem, and they were hammered from pure gold. You know why almond? Why they like almond branches? Not exactly sure. But there are almond trees all over Israel. Yeah. I wonder I mean, what I mean, it the- could just, you know... It, um, Here's the thing. I have a mini, a miniature model of this in my yeah. dining room of the menorah with the seven branches. And what's cool about like, here's what's really cool about this light. And I ho- again, I hope you're picturing what we're talking about right here. Because when Jesus said, I am the light of the world, I believe he, I believe people would have thought of this, this lamp stand right here that Jesus himself would have seen. In fact, I even think Jesus is kind of referring to it. Yeah. Just as that menorah is lighting up the temple, I am the light yeah. of the world. And this lamp was continually lit. Yes, always lit. He made seven lamps for the lampstand, lamp snuffers, and trays all of pure gold. The entire lampstand, along with his accessories, was made from 75 pounds of pure 24 karat gold. Yeah. 25, uh, you're still going. I already read. Oh, I don't know. I, like, I thought we could switch it up. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Stop changing things. <laughs> I thought you do you're a verse. Freaking me out here, bro. <laughs> you do a verse, then I'll do a verse. <laughs> then Bezalel made the incense altar of acacia wood. It was 18 inches square and 36 inches high with horns at the corners carved from the same pieces of wood as the altar itself. He overlaid the top sides and horns of the altar with pure gold, and he ran a gold molding around the entire altar made two gold rings and attached them on opposite sides of the altar below the gold molding to hold the carrying poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. He made the sacred anointing oil and the fragrant incense using the techniques of a skilled incense maker. And that is Exodus chapter 37. Well, Proverbs, what is it? Proverbs 16? Proverbs 16. And did you pick out a verse, Jordan? In Proverbs yeah, 16? there's a lot in this one. Uh, there's a couple, a couple verses that have to do the same thing, but I love verse Proverbs 16, verse 9. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Yeah. So Which means should, we should always have room in our plans for God to move. That's right. It's good. And it's yeah. saying you make our plans, not a bad thing. You all have plans. We have dreams. We have desires and things we want. But yes, we have to hold those with an open hand to God and say, God, wherever you ultimately want me to go, I will be led. Yeah. You can't be so detailed and so controlling that there is no room for God to move. And so even in today's day that you have, you might have like a whole checklist that you got to, you know, knock out. I got to pick up the kids from here. got to get this done at work or got to get these house items done or, you know, whatever it might be. And yeah, go after it. Make those lists because those lists are helpful, helpful guides. But also we should have room in there for, you know, God might move and do something a little bit different today. And we can't freak out if that happens. We have to welcome that. All right. What's the national day today? 
Today what are we celebrating? Is National Use Less Stuff Day. Ooh, that's an interesting day, especially for our society because we use a ton of stuff. We love stuff. We love stuff. So I don't know. Maybe try to just use less stuff today. <laughs> maybe reuse a water bottle if you're. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, use less stuff. Don't use. Maybe don't use utensils. Maybe don't. you should use utensils <laughs> if you're having food that <laughs> requires utensils. Yeah, <laughs> lunches. <laughs> I think, though, we can be such consumers that we don't necessarily think about, um, you know, just consuming less and being a little bit more responsible is a good thing. So, I don't know. It says, clear out the junk and make your house a cleaner place. That'd be kind of nice, especially as we head into colder weather. Oh, yeah. So, All right. Well, hey, make it a good day today and uh, be ready for God. In fact, even pray for that today in your morning prayer i've got a buddy who prays this in fact i've started adding this in my prayer hey god you're gonna move today i want to see that and i want to be open to where you're moving even if it's different from the plans that i've made so may god do that today in our days have a good one and we'll be with you tomorrow